Good morning, everybody. I'm Troy and I'm an addict. Good morning, everybody. The uh, the vibe when I walked in here today was so much different than yesterday. Yesterday was such a roller coaster emotionally for a lot of us. Big changes aren't something we do well as a unit. Uh, addicts don't like change. Um, we don't like when we got to find a new dealer. We don't know when we got to find a new corner. We don't like when we got to change the people we're using with because we stole money from them. Um, so the, the only change we're used to is usually negative. Uh, today I wanted to talk about something that's going to happen when you get out there. When you get back outside, back outside the fence and outside the wall, you're going to be able to open up your phone and you're going to be able to download Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and Tinder and <laughs> Grinder, <clears throat> whatever it happens to be. But you're going to open yourself up to the world of the internet, which is uh, a volatile place. Um, who in here's got a Facebook page? Who in here's got an Instagram page? When you scroll those pages, you ever come across pictures of fresh weed growing? You ever come across pictures of a big old bag of bars? You ever come across pictures of glass paraphernalia? of different shapes and sizes. Y'all know what the unfollow button is? Use it. If you see something come across your feed that puts you in any kind of, my famous junkie st statement, makes you feel some kind of way, as soon as you see it, scroll up to the top three dots, hit them, hit unfollow. If those continue to come across your feed after you've unfollowed them, I'm sorry, but it's time to hit the unfriend button too. Unfollow and unfriend is something that we can do online that we can't do in the real world, can we? Sometimes we got to just put up with motherfuckers and they say dumb shit to us all the time and we just have to listen. Online, electronically, you do not have to listen. I have spent years manicuring my feed so that what comes up is not sexist, racist, drug-addled. Uh, I find motivational things. I follow motivational people. I follow people that post sarcastic memes about recovery, um, which is my favorite, by the way. Uh, shout out to uh, Dirtbag Sponsor and Hood Rat Recovery. Um, if you don't know Dirtbag Sponsor, as soon as you open your Instagram next time, follow him. He's hysterical. Or she, I don't know what it is, doesn't matter. Um, but hysterical. Uh, there's actually a book um, called The Sarcastic Big Book. It's only about $7 uh, worth the purchase. Anybody who's active in rooms and goes to AA meetings, nothing's funner than having that thing in your pocket and doing the reading from the <laughs> doing the reading for the day out of that. Because uh my favorite one is, you know, the front cover, there's a picture or on one of the versions, there's a picture and it says, it says, thank God I met you because I was just getting ready to take my sobriety seriously. And uh, <laughs> um, I think that's the ro the rehab romance edition, um, which is an amazing, amazing thing. Um, but it's important to remember that the unfollow unfriend technique, it works online perfectly. It, they, I mean, somebody sat down and figured out how those apps work and how the algorithms work so that they could find you and sell you 
Pepsi-themed recliners with Pittsburgh Steeler armchairs and 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 fucking you know Colorado flag face masks when you don't live anywhere near Colorado. Um, California sober shirts for everybody. You know, that shit is there. The algorithms are built for you to find that stuff. They're built so that it puts it in your face so you can go shopping without leaving your couch. And I'm sure that all of us got into recovery so we could sit on our couch and scroll on our phones, right? Oh no, that's not why we did it. We did it for the other reason. We want to share our strength and our hope. So when you're out there and you're, you're, you're scrolling those social media pages and you see the things that get you, the things that bother you, the things that upset you, unfollow. Don't be afraid of that button. Nobody knows you hit it, but you. You're not offending anybody who might be, you know, concerned on how many followers they have. If they're concerned about how many followers they have, your single unfollow is not going to affect them. Um, It's important that you remember that social media was invented to make money, okay? And everybody who has anything to sell, whether it's a tie-dye t-shirt, whether it's a beautiful painting that was performed live, or whether it's Zanny bars, I mean, who's who's got Snapchat? Any of your homies send you what they got for sale? Unfollow. Unfollow. Don't put yourself in that position. When you walk into a Rudders and you're standing in front of the stack of THC Delta 8s, CBD weed, all that shit, go to a different store. <laughs> it's, I mean, if it gets you, go somewhere different. I talk about geographical distancing all the time. That's a fancy way for saying, remove yourself from the area. That's how you stay out of fights. That's how you stay out of relapses. That's how you stay out of your favorite bar. Geographically distance yourself from those situations. When you are talking to one of your buddies and they understand that you've been in a rehab but they don't understand why and they don't necessarily care those people should not be a focus of your attention if they talk to you and they ask you questions about using or whatever your simple answer is this i'm trying something different i'm trying something new if you don't feel like you can talk about what's going on i mean there's guys out there like you that are going to stand up like I do, walk in the mall and say, I'm Troy and I'm an addict. Like, I want everybody to know. That's my shield. That's what keeps me safe. If you're not ready for that, I'm Troy and I'm trying something different. Because every junkie in the world wants to try something different. And if you can talk them into listening to you at that minute, you might save a life. Yesterday, we had some people make some impulsive decisions and leave here without the right knowledge to leave here without the right mindset to leave here um without naming names when i stopped to get cigarettes on my way out as i left here i walked right up behind him i was standing in line behind him at the store and he turned around and i watched his face break and he knew he had made a mistake but he was already too far off the property to turn around there's nothing he could do and he wanted to come back he had I've told you guys before, most addicts change their minds eight times every 20 minutes. And that and that's real. I proved it in, in, in the room in there. I proved it to you guys. And we're going to do it again. But it doesn't take anything for us to immediately become obsessed about what we want to do next. And I, I, as I said to one individual as they were leaving, hi, guys. Thanks for the visit. Um, as I said to one individual who's leaving today, 
uh, a complaining mouth shows an ungrateful heart. That's not meant to be mean because you can be as grateful as you want inside and you can be feeling the gratitude and you can be loving where your life is going. But all that comes out of your mouth is, I didn't get a phone call, I'm out of cigarettes, and I'm not picking on anybody, I'm not. But those simple complaints put a disguise on the gratitude that you're actually experiencing. Don't do that to yourself. It's not worth it. Unfriend and unfollow that demon that makes you want to complain. When you start to say something that you know is going to come out a complaint, Real quick, do a quick inventory of what you're thankful for before you say it, because it's going to make it very different when it comes out of your mouth. It's easy to ask somebody for something and get a response. It's very difficult to get a response from somebody if you tell them how bad their inability to satisfy you is affecting them. That's just bitching, and bitching won't get you anywhere. Bitching never got you a heavier bag of dope, did it? Did it? Not me. You never got an extra two for one because you said, damn it, I only got one last time. But when you were nice and you showed up regular, you got shit on the arm all the time, didn't you? I know I did. Um, I don't know if on the arm is the correct terminology anymore, but it's what it used to be. Uh, I say one of the things that I try to do for myself is keep myself immersed in cultures that are dangerous so that I don't sound like a fool when I'm talking. Because I'll be honest, first time I heard somebody say Fanny, I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. But two weeks before that, I knew that I had three friends fall out in the front row of a Dark Star Orchestra show because somebody handed them a fucking pen that was loaded with fentanyl. I knew what that was. And I know that those three people were taken to the hospital because they had no knowledge of what had just happened to them. Be aware, somebody's out there with a Fanny pen in their pocket that wants to hand it to you without your knowledge. Be cautious, careful who you surround yourself with. Unfollow online, unfriend if it gets terrible. And I'm sorry, in the real world, you got to do the same thing. There's people you're going to have to unfollow. There's toxic people in your lives that you need to just walk away from. It's not always easy. I'm going to talk about my own family real quick. And to the people listening on the record, I hope nobody takes offense. I, uh, some of you guys, I've explained my kids have been on vacation this week. I had to deal with the first time in my life, all three of my children in an airplane over the ocean outside my control. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Um, but I had to know that those kids were in the air and one mistake from the pilot, one poorly fucking navigated seagull could have changed my life forever. I could have lost all three of them at any time, but I can't live my life worrying about those three girls in the air. I can live my life wondering how much fun they're gonna have when they land, hoping that they're gonna share their experiences over there, wherever they went with me so that I can enjoy it too, even though I wasn't there. But one of my daughters was dealing with a relationship issue where she was trying to establish and maintain a relationship with an addict in recovery. And yeah, it's dangerous to bring that person into my house. You know what I mean? I'm an addict in recovery. 
Um, and then I hear the word relapse and I instantly get defensive. And now I don't want this, you know, it's dangerous to me now. So I had to deal with that situation emotionally. Um, meanwhile, they're overseas. I don't know what's going on. You know, we, we don't have, I, their cell service isn't unlimited. They can't call me from overseas on cell phone all the time. But the boyfriend figured out that enough Wi-Fi and he could communicate directly through FaceTime through a social media app. Well, he chose to spend his whole week manipulating my daughter on vacation. I knew nothing about it. As soon as she gets back into United States airspace, I get a bunch of texts talking about she's making some terrible decisions around this. And I had no choice. I couldn't attack the boy. I mean, as much as I want to, I couldn't. But I could explain to her why what she was doing looked different to me. Her actions were not the actions of the girl I spoke to three, five days ago. They were different. She was falling prey to the manipulative behavior of an addict. Guess what, y'all? There's addicts out there waiting to manipulate you in some capacity, whether it's through love and affection, physical touch, or just simply putting fucking drugs in your hand. It's, it's out there. So I had, to, I had to sit there and watch my daughter break her own heart, trying to step away from something she thought was important. And then I realized it backed right down to y'all have heard me say it, the first time is the worst time, right? She had zero coping skills dealing with breaking up with a boy. She'd never done that before. She's the faithful one. She's the loyal one. She's the one that would bend over backwards, spend her last penny on a dude. Well, this dude, obviously, manipulative addict, figured that out and realized he had just stumbled into a gold mine. Well, that's mean and spiteful for me to say, and I do hold a little bit of resentment about that, and I'm going to do my best to leave it today. Um, but she let herself get man manipulated to the point where she was going to go visit this boy after returning to the United States and not visit me. Now, my ego doesn't like that shit at all. My ego needs fed. I need to know that she wants to come talk to daddy about what happened while she was over there. And there's some great stories that she shared with me, but she was falling prey to the manipulative behavior of somebody else. Unfollow, unfriend, make it your business to keep yourself safe. Um, I was approached this morning by somebody who had gotten wind of something I said or felt. They approached me with, with a very honest discussion, humble, forced me to listen to what I had to hear, gave me the opportunity to say my side and make sure that they knew that my intentions were pure. All of those things happen when you stop following and friending shitting, shitty people, shitty individuals, shitty spaces, people, places, things, change them. Change everything, say it with me, everything changes. Change the people you hang out with, guess what? More people will come hang out with you. Different, better people. Um, I surround myself with people on the outside that I know are gonna keep me safe no matter what. I spend time not background checking people or researching, but if I meet somebody and I have an interest in them, I will ghost stalk their Facebook for a while before I decide to let myself get too close to them because you'll get me high before I get you sober.
And that goes for all of you. So be there for each other in a filterless capacity. Don't judge people by what they're asking. Don't be offended by poorly phrased remarks. If y'all ever, if y'all ever did a drawback in a toilet bowl, you are not allowed to be offended at anything. Period. Okay. If y'all ever filtered off a cigarette butt you got between the cracks of the sidewalk, you are not allowed to be fucking offended. Sorry. It's not your turn. But as you get better and you realize that that's not you and you don't have to live that way and you never had to live, live that way, you can change how you react to other people and you can unfollow and unfriend the dangerous people in your life. Don't spit anything out of your mouth that you're not willing to hear. If you want to talk about somebody, recognize they're probably talking about you too. If you want to say something wonderful about them, know that you're building solid karma and somebody out there is talking wonderfully about you. I know that when I go home at night, people talk about me. I know that. I know some people tease and make fun of me and that's okay. But more often than that, people say, have you met this guy? Have you heard what he has to say? My legacy is here now. If I die tomorrow, I leave with the memory of honest, straightforward, truthful, clean. Those words are the ones I want to be remembered by. I've chosen to unfollow and unfriend the people who don't think of me that way. If you don't think of me that way, I will perform a living amends every single day in hopes that you do. Not because I need the validation, but there's enough people that are negative in your world. I don't need to be one of them. So we're going to finish this the way we always do. My favorite part of the day. For everything that happens today, we're going to learn to be grateful. For every interaction we have with another person, we're going to learn how important it is to just present ourselves by being kind. And when we walk into that area where we know nobody's got anything good to say about each other, we're going to be loved where there's not. Be grateful. Be kind. Be loved where there's none. I am crushing this shit. For everything that happens to me today, whether I wanted to scroll to it or not, I will be grateful. For every interaction I have with another living creature on this plane of existence, I will be kind. And when I walk into that room that smells like a hot meth pipe, I will be loved where there is none. Who's happy they're clean today? Who's going to show gratitude today? Who's going to keep them complaints out their mouth today? Who's going to lift up their brothers today? I am. What are y'all doing here? Crushing this shit. I don't know. Make me smile bigger than I did yesterday. What are y'all doing here? Crushing this shit. And this one is for y'all, 5-0. Black and whites. What are y'all doing here today? Crushing this shit. I'm Troy. I'm an addict. Thanks for letting me share.